The Living Traditions Festival is back Friday, May 17th through Sunday, May 19th at Washington Square Park in downtown Salt Lake City. You will find a global food court, live music, performances, art, workshops, Bohemian Brewery, and stuff for kids. Full disclosure, this is my favorite Salt Lake Festival. For details and to see the full program, visit livingtraditionsfestival.com or find them on Instagram and Facebook at SLC Living Trad. Today on CityCast Salt Lake, we made our list, checked it twice, and now we are boldly sharing it with you. Who was naughty and who was nice this year? TikTok's own queen of SLC, Kendall Rodriguez, joins me to make some determinations. It's Monday, December 19th, 2022. I'm Ali Vallarta, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. Kendall Rodriguez, or should I say Queen of SLC. First, I have to tell you, whenever I read your handle, Queen of SLC, I hear Gillian Anderson as Margaret Thatcher in The Crown saying, um, I'm going to try and do it. Your Majesty. Your Majesty. I love it. (laughs) You have gained quite the following, but Queen of SLC, I mean, not very democratic. How did you come up with this name? Yes, I know. When It's so cringe, but like we just have to keep it at this point. But it was just my name initially. I started TikTok like January. And the only reason I opened the app is because <laughs> this rap, my little sister and I did at our older sister's wedding, like went dumb viral. Like <laughs> I was getting people from high school hitting me up being like, have you seen this? And then it was like unreal. Anyways. And so I had that. And then my husband's like, you know, you're only posting like Utah and like Salt Lake content. Like you need to change your handle. And I was like, well, to what? And he's like, queen of us. I was like, that's (laughs) going to piss people off. He's like, that's exactly what you need. And I was like, all right. And so I did it. So I have to credit him. He is the strategy behind the name. Wow. So there you have it. But I love that you love Salt Lake, I have to say, because like, obviously, I love Salt Lake a lot, too. (laughs) And I don't know, it's just nice to see like the city have a lot of hype men. I love Salt Lake City. I moved here in 2015. And I had never been to Utah before. I just agreed to come out here for a job. I did a quick Google search. I was living in Australia at the time. And Mm. I was like, cool. Yeah, mountains. This looks awesome. Let's you know, go live there for a year and jokes on me. Cause I'm never leaving. Like I had a discussion with my family where, you know, everyone's back in Southern California and I'm like, this is where I'm going to be. I love Salt Lake. Utah is amazing. I have nothing but good things to say. And obviously that passion I think shines through in my content. So yeah. It does. Speaking of being passionate about Salt Lake, I feel like what you and I are here to do today is potentially going to be like a real gripe fest that transitions into a real love fest. Love it. So we're both going to share our naughty and nice list for Salt Lake City this year. Who's getting coal and who's getting, I don't know, whatever, butterflies, ski passes. (laughs) Presents. I was thinking we start with the naughty. What do you think? Let's do it. Okay. Let's alternate. So like you give yours, I'll give one. And then we'll go back and forth. Let's each do three. Does that work? That sounds great. All right. Let's begin with the naughty list. Who is getting coal this year? You start. Okay. For me, this is maybe my biggest gripe at the moment. And the name is already escaping me. But the people that are selling the Sizzler lot in Sugar House to come and go. Okay. I mean, 
I can't say enough horrible things about those people. <laughs> I don't care, you know, how much money in the world is being offered to you. Like, be a better human, truly. Yeah. That's all I, I mean, really. Yeah. You're going to sell the corner of a park to a gas station. Yuck. And, you know, we're going towards, at least it seems that way, and I hope it does come to fruition, that, you know, we're going towards clean energy. And so gasoline, I think, is going to be not even something that we use hopefully in a decade from now. So why weigh such a beautiful cornerstone of a beautiful park on a gas station with that name nonetheless? (laughs) Yeah, it really adds insult (laughs) to injury. It's also across the street from another gas station. So, like, come on, guys. Okay, here's my number one, and I'm going to try and, like, keep myself from absolutely being a rage cage here. The Silicon Slopes tech companies laying people off two weeks before Christmas. Are you freaking kidding me? You guys are really showing yourselves. Um, Pluralsight valued at over a billion dollars, laying off 400 people, 20% of their staff. Podium valued at over $3 billion. Like, I'm sure this isn't the last of it. I hope it is. I'm sure there will be more. But if your company is valued at billions of dollars, your CEO's flying private, your CEOs are buying sports teams, and you are laying off, I'm hearing a lot of like middle managers right Mm -hmm. before the holidays. Wow. Just wow. So bad. And just the, you know, outright display of wealth too at a time like that. Right. It just uh, does not sit well with me either. So I'm with you there. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, so you guys came into this state promising to like create all these jobs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you don't have it, like if you don't have the cards, then just pack it up. We're good. Thanks. Mm -hmm. So they're definitely getting coal, but what they're actually getting is probably back in their Mercedes and home to Aspen for the holidays. So (laughs) to everyone who got laid off, you are on the nice list, but your bosses are naughty. Yes. Agreed. All right. What's your number two? I'm going to go... Here we go. I'm going to say our state government, I just, you know, for not having the foresight to find a sustainable solution for what's going on with the Great Salt Lake, you can't tell me you didn't see this coming. Mm -hmm. It just makes me so angry. Mm -hmm. You know, this has been an ongoing problem and it just feels like it was pushed to the back burner. And I hate that it was like avoided, avoided, avoided. And like when it's right in our face, it's finally like, oh, okay, yeah, like we'll do something. We'll launch a study. Well, unfortunately, it's too late to launch a study. So, you know, we have to be way more aggressive and... They knew. And for that, it's unforgivable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I saw a quote from Senator Mitt Romney, and I think it was KUER, that was like, the toxic dust is going to be really bad. And I was like, (laughs) yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it is? Thank you so much for that. Like, I had no idea. Not going to lie, Senator. Like, you're on my naughty list for, like, that beard. But also, (laughs) I mean, like, of course we have to say, like, the state's not doing nothing, right? Like, they are pulling together funding. They're out there. Like, there are folks that are getting behind this issue who have power. But Mm -hmm. it's feeling too late. Yeah, exactly. It just is really unfortunate in the worst way. Yeah, completely agree. Completely agree. Coal. Coal, coal, coal. Coal. Well, they love it. So here's some more. What else can we (laughs) do? Coffee? I don't know. (laughs) Caffeine? That's right. That's right. Okay. My second naughty is also related to state-funded projects. And this one is going to be the one that I think causes a little bit of blowback for me online. Naughty list. Gondola works. 
Absolutely not. I don't want the gondola. Here's why I don't want the gondola the most. I don't want my tax dollars paying for transpo to a private resort that is rolling in dough. Like, Mm -hmm. the gondola should be paid for by the companies that the gondola will be depositing people at their doorsteps, right? Like, not by my tax dollars. But side by side on my naughty list, next to gondola works, is also people whose only issue is the gondola. (laughs) I know. We, (laughs) like, toxic pollution is encumbering the west side of our city. 11.5% of our state experiences food insecurity. If the gondola is your only issue, welcome. The water is quite warm. We've been waiting for you. But, like, please don't only be mad about the gondola. So I'm kind of putting them both on the naughty list. And I think that's fair. That's just where I'm at right now. And just such a beautiful canyon. And like, we've already just wrecked so many beautiful natural landscapes in our state. Like, can we leave one thing untouched? Right. Respectfully. I mean, yeah. Brutal. I know. It's brutal. Okay. You got to pick a final one here. Who's your number three? Okay, this is tough. I was going to say another spot in Sugar House, but I think I've already tapped that well. <laughs> so we're going to pivot to UDOP. And I think everyone can relate. I just don't understand the strategy in which they decide to pursue projects. Mm. It doesn't make sense to me. And, <laughs> you know, roads are needing to be like repaved. I don't, it just feels like more than quarterly and they're not. Like I have so many potholes. It's yeah. ridiculous. And I know that it doesn't rain that much. But enough to me that like reflected painted lines would be great, you know, Yeah, updated markings on our roads, like that mm-hmm. would be lovely. And I just, yeah, to me, it just feels like one big cluster. Right. And UDOT is the Utah Department of Transportation. It does feel like sometimes their approach rests on the idea that the state's biggest problem is traffic. And I think a lot of people, especially in Salt Lake, are like, well, it feels like maybe the bigger problem is cars, right? Like, it's like we are seeing all these pedestrian deaths. Like, our streets feel less and less safe to walk, which is just needs to be more of a priority than whether or not Mm -hmm. someone has to wait at a light longer than they want or or wait to commute longer than they want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the naughty list. Hmm. Well, I'm sure you've hurt their feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Okay, my last naughty list person entity group includes myself, and I think it also oh. maybe includes you, but but Uh-oh. definitely me. Okay. Salt Lake dog owners. Y'all, we have got to get it together. <laughs> we just have got to get it together. <laughs> we interviewed someone from Salt Lake Utilities, and she told me, and I'll never forget this, that it's estimated that 40% of people in the Valley have a dog. There are 1.2 million people in this valley. So that means there could be at least 400,000 dogs in Salt Lake County. Wow. They got to be on a leash. They got to learn how to like sit and stay. They got to learn to come when you call their name. We can't just let the dogs run our city. And it's starting to feel a little bit like they do. And I think this is a good time for us to just pump the brakes, enroll them in some classes, and like get them trained up because it's too much. <laughs> that reminded me of that viral 
a TikTok of that New York. I don't know what she was. I think might have been like a congressman or something. She's like, the rats don't run the city. We do. It sounds <laughs> yes. like the dogs don't run this city. We do. No, I agree. And yeah. I am so guilty. I mean, one of my dogs, I rescued both of mine, Great Pyrenees. They don't have recall anyways. Like oh, they're born to just wander and herd sheep. One of mine is especially bad and she just is, thinks that everyone's her best friend and that's seriously just not the case. Yeah. And I let her go all the time. I'm like, she's friendly. And then oh, I'm the same no. person. I'm like, leash up your dog. I'm like, God damn it. That's me. <laughs> I'm talking about the man in the mirror. That's it's all right. True, if you call yourself out. Though, because it's like, even if your dog is a therapy dog, if it's causing me extreme anxiety, Fair. it's not a therapy dog anymore. <laughs> exactly. I know. I know. So let the dogs therapize all of us by being very good and on a leash. And it's got to be a collective effort because I'm telling you, 400,000 dogs, like it could end like Planet of the Apes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's extreme. We got to, yeah, we got to do better. I feel like we all could be better. Whenever posture comes up in conversation, we all do that thing where we immediately sit upright and pull our shoulders back. Did you do it just now? I did a movement session with Chandler at Embodied Patients, and after a few gentle corrections, I was surprised to find sitting up straight is incredibly easy. Chandler's practice combines over a decade of study in yoga, Pilates, and the Alexander Technique. So why should you invest in your posture? Let's start with the link between better posture and better breathing. Whether you're returning to activity from an injury, looking to manage pain, or just have the sense things could be a little easier, Chandler will teach you to create sustainable movement habits so that you can enjoy the things you love for longer. Maybe that's running marathons. Maybe it's walking the dog. Visit embodiedpatients.com to book a session with Chandler and give yourself the gift of your own attention. Spring is when leases expire, and if you're looking for a new or better apartment situation, here's the scoop at Ico Fort Union. Fort Union is Ico's newest build in Cottonwood Heights off 1300 East and 6720 South. And as they say in real estate, location, location, location. Ico Fort Union puts you 10 minutes from the mouth of Big Cottonwood Canyon and central to all the Fort Union shops and restaurants, but the complex is located on a dead-end street, so you get peace. Ico Fort Union offers studio, one, two, and three-bedroom apartment homes, plus these very cool three-bedroom work-live apartments, so if you're starting something new, you can live above your business space. Amenities include a pet spa, a spin loft, a bike hub, and EV charging stations. And they are signing leases right now. So visit liveatfortunion.com for a tour. Okay, let's move on to nice. You start again. Okay. Who did well this year? You know what? Let's go sports. The Jazz. They were supposed to kind of stink this season and... It was supposed to be a rebuilding year. You know, Donovan left, Rudy left, and everyone was up in arms like, this is going to be horrible. We're hosting the All-Star Game this year. It's going to be mm-hmm. terrible. But they've been so fun to watch and, you know, just so surprising in how they're playing. They play hard, and the games are awesome. So yep. go Jazz. Could not agree more. Coach Hardy on the nice list. What a welcome addition to 
our city. Everyone who Mm -hmm. mourned the departure of Quinn Snyder. Hope you're feeling a little better about that. (laughs) Pour one out for you. (laughs) Pour one out for you. I'm sure you're bouncing back. That's so funny because my number one nice list is also someone from the jazz. It is a little bit niche, but whoever their chief experience officer is, and I looked this up, her name is Andrea Williams. It might be Andrea Williams. Doing great work. Going to a jazz game, so pleasant. It's lovely. They have the best arena in the in the NBA. They have the best arena. I recently learned it has solar panels on the roof. Super into that, which I guess makes I didn't know sense because Vivint. Here's what I'll say. You go to a Live Nation event at, say, the depot, and you accidentally bring your purse, which we've all done, even though they have a no-bags policy. They will advise that you hide it in a bush. <laughs> you go to Vivint with a no-bags policy, and you accidentally bring your purse. They have a free bag check. It is free. Like, I get that jazz games aren't cheap and it's kind of a built-in cost, but it puts me in a good mood. (laughs) Absolutely. And they put in, they made an effort to put in local vendors, which I love. Mm -hmm. Love that too. Similar to the airport. That's a super, super nice decision. So yeah, we both have the jazz. What else is on your list? Okay. This might ruffle some feathers, Mm -hmm. but speaking of the airport, the Salt Lake City International Airport. Okay. I love it. Have I been sentenced to B-gate death sentence? Yes. I've made that trek. I have made the journey, mm-hmm. you know, got my steps in, recorded the marathon. It's yep. terrible. But for what it's going to be, it's lovely. I mean, it's modern. It's bright. They have local spots in there. It's not crap food that you find in other places. The bathrooms, are you kidding? Mm-hmm. Like they're massive enough for me and my eight children to all fit in there with me yep. and room to move around. And this is weird. I I made a post about this on TikTok and there is a scent. I don't know. I can't speak for the men's bathroom, but for the women's bathroom, whatever perfume scent that they're pumping in there, it's <laughs> actually, I this is, I know I'm like, do, dare I say this? Whatever. I'm saying it. It's, it smells good. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. And I'm a Delta loyalist and the lounge is elite. Oh, wow. I've never been in the lounge, but sounds nice. It is worth the experience. Yeah. I think the airport's pretty pleasant too. I mean, I'm pretty easy to please at the airport and here's why. I get there exactly 10 minutes before my flight, so I never, (laughs) never spend much time in there, you know? But I will say like little things like when you get to security and you dump out your water and you can dump it out in like a place that is equipped to take water. There's nothing worse mm-hmm. than emptying Liquids. your bottle into a trash bag and being like, I'm so sorry, future janitor. I don't have a choice. Like, So true. Yeah, there are some really nice features. I don't get yeah. why people are so mad. I think walking to B-Gate is not the worst. And again, I'm doing there, it there with five things. to spare. So if I can do it, I feel like everyone else can probably do it. Yeah, I love it. Total same. Okay, on my nice list this year and basically always is the Rose Park Brown Berets. Mm. I think that they are the coolest, and here's why. They are a group of young people, I would say like lowercase y, young people who live in the Rose Park community on the west side of Salt Lake, who have really looked around their neighborhood and been like, wow, the gentrification is stark. What's happening on the West Side is very clear. They understand the problem very well. Mm-hmm. They're studied on the crisis. They are constantly making a plan. Like they show up at every single turn. I just think they're like, when we think about the definition of model citizens, like 
that's them. Like they are model citizens and they're sticking it to the man at the same time, which I think is also model citizen behavior, to be clear. I think in a lot of ways, they are the heart and soul of our city. All right. Who's your final nice? (sighs) Okay. I'm going to go with the gateway. And I say this because they have realized, okay, hear me out. I know. I Mm -hmm. know. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. They have realized what their strengths are. They have done a full ego check, realized that the mall that they used to be cannot compete with City Creek. No one associates the Gateway with shopping anymore. Mm -hmm. And City Creek has completely taken that. So the Gateway has pivoted. What are their strengths? They're right next to major music venues and the arena and... They have just fully bought into that. They're bringing in new restaurants, new bars. You know, they have all these weekend events there, the Urban Flea Market. You know, they do yoga and beer on Wednesdays. It's free. I just feel like they're getting so much better. And like in three years, like that's going to be the place where like people can just like go out. I think the next step is like they should just like lock it down so no one can even drive through there. It's like walking only. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, and it can just be like a nightlife destination instead of becoming like this defunct space and like giving in to what people thought. They're like, they are the underdog. Hear me out. Of 2023, I am calling it now. <laughs> I completely think you're right. I actually, I wouldn't have agreed with you, but we did a, a show last week about the history of City Creek. And I learned that City Creek basically showed up took everything from the gateway, like just Mm -hmm. wrecked their home, left them completely bereft. And Mm -hmm. they've had to rebuild the gateway into something. And like, I think they've definitely had an identity crisis, but I couldn't agree with you more. The direction they're heading as being like a cultural space. Chef's kiss. Yes. I love it. Them for sure. Gateway, you go. All the way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. My third and final nice is a politician. So I just want to, you know, but hear me out. It is Mayor Silvestrini of Mill Creek. And here's why. And not just for Mill Creek Commons, because I do think that place rocks. Lovely. He opened a shelter in Mill Creek, despite the fact that there were a lot of residents that were like, why are we doing this? We don't want Mm -hmm. this, blah, blah, blah. Very kind of not in my backyard about it all. And... He didn't wait till the last minute to do it, right? Like Salt Lake City, there are a lot of unsheltered folks in our city, and we clearly don't have enough beds. That has been a problem for years now. And if you drive up and down like this valley, the reality is there are people who are homeless everywhere. It is not just a Salt Lake City crisis. And Mm -hmm. so I think it's very grown up of Mayor Silvestrini to open a shelter, to not wait until the last minute to do it, to like not have to be asked and begged. And he's on the nice list because I do think like doing the right thing, even when people are banging down your door about it, is leadership. I agree. Being solution oriented, just taking the initiative, not waiting for everything to pile up and then you're being forced like you took action and to see someone, you know, just go out and do something about it. It's refreshing because we're not seeing that elsewhere. It's totally refreshing. And I think as Salt Lake residents, it's also like nodding at the fact that like this is a bedroom community of our city that is like showing up for this crisis. And I think, yeah, I think that's nice. I love that. So, okay. Folks on the nice list, what are they getting? Ooh, ooh, okay. Hmm. Uh, well, for, if it was up to me, yeah. my favorite drink, it's so basic, is a Moscow Mule. So you are going to get a Moscow Mule from Lake Effect. I think it's the best 
Moscow Mule in Salt Lake City. Like the ginger's so fresh. I don't know. I don't know if they like squeeze it themselves or what's going on, but it burns into me. I'm like, ah, that's fresh. I think that <laughs> is extremely delicious. And I would be thrilled to receive a Moscow Mule from Mega Fact. <laughs> so Kendall Rodriguez, the queen of SLC. What a joy to spend this time with you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thank you so much for having me. Related to the tech layoffs, I do have a few folks to add to my nice list. Kat Kennedy, Trent Mano, and Kelly Mraz Nielsen. They created utahlayoffs.com, and they did it quickly. It's a job board where recruiters can see all the folks available for immediate hire and their qualifications. That is teamwork. That's all for us today here on CityCast Salt Lake. If you are ticked off about this list, you know where to find us on Twitter and Instagram at CityCastSLC. And go follow the Queen of SLC on TikTok. It's a delight. We will be back tomorrow morning with more from around this city. Bye.